guitars. All right, we're rolling. What, bitch? What? We're going really. We're going. We're going really deep into the intricacies of the internet. We're not. We're going beyond beyond the dark web. We're going to go into the dork web. Yeah, the tar web. Where did Professor Feather go? I know. Uh-oh. Uh oh. There's a title right there. I'd like to buy a size too small. <laughs> a size too small. <laughs> I write that one down. You know, maybe about this wide. I have the gigantic version of that. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't have them set up. As Kim didn't know that I bought all these. (laughs) 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 I've got like 12 pluses she has no clue about. That's awesome. That's funny shit. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is the Blue Fez. And collectively, we bring you... No bong. Jump on with something. On the dark web. On the dark web. On the dark web, bringing it all to you. <laughs> the dark speaking, nights return. Speaking of science fiction, um, we are in science fiction. This is a new episode. I'm c- totally confused, but this is a new episode. And we are in science fiction, history thereof. Uh, in film. In film, thank you. 2010. So I'm not that far off, I guess, right? <laughs> Hit the right area. Okay, there the we go. Gist Dude, of it. We're, we're we're in the 2010s now. You know, we're moving right along. This is uh, I'll I'll throw out my favorite movie from this year, Inception. Um, I was I really liked that movie a lot, and uh, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan for the most part, anyway. But I liked the movie. I thought it was very well done, yeah. and and you know um, I like the acting. I liked everything about it. I, I love the special effects. I like the way they did everything. There's there's my there's my With, top pick of 2010. And that's a that's a multi-watch movie too. You can yeah. watch it yes. two or three times and be like Whoa. absolutely. Yeah, that's a good Great one. Yeah. Okay, my good year this year. My pick of this year is Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. DC's animation steps up to the game. Uh, I love their animated movies. They are just. Um, I don't know why they can't put some of these films or these cartoons into film because they got the scripts, yeah. they know the characters, and basically um, storyboard too. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and the Justice League movies. There's a, there's a trilogy of, of these Justice League movies that are very dark. Um, a lot of these DC movies are really really dark. And this is the Crisis on Two Earths. So we get Earth One. We get the you know we get the go back and see two different versions of these characters from the Golden Age. 
and Silver Age uh, contemporary stuff. So it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I just love these DC movies. So well, that's my pick. Especially with this one, because it, it has the crime syndicate, which is just the evil Justice yeah. League, which is just great. Yeah. And it's based on Grant Morrison's... Um, uh, graphic novel from I think what early 2000 I think which was phenomenal it was yep. uh, Grant Morrison and and my, one of my favorite comic artists Frank Whiteley did it and it's it, it's, it's this is so when you, you get into the discussion of the multiverse you know whether we should have it or not have it I'm always a multiverse fan because it, it just it's possibilities you can do different stuff and I I did enjoy um I did enjoy a Grant Morrison's graphic novel and this was a pretty decent adaptation i mean they, they made a few nips and tucks there but i overall i, I generally enjoyed this yeah same with the all-star superman because they did that later um where they right. both did the comic and i and they did the movie the movie wasn't yes. you know, because i think because all-star <laughs> superman is like such a pinnacle you're oh. you're setting yourself up for failure to try to create that like it's like the watchman you know you're setting yourself yeah. up if you're trying to all-Star Superman would either have to be like a miniseries, like, you know, each each book is an episode, yeah. or do it in three movies, you know, come out like one and two, two, you know, three and four, whatever. But yeah, agreed. But I think that's where DC shines is with the animated stuff. Uh, and Marvel has that's pretty much bad. kind of fell in fl- fallen flat with most of that stuff, uh, yeah. whereas DC with the live action is not so great. Marvel's been good. Uh, but I love there's a, it, it, a ton of stuff. Good. I was going to say, except for Batman and Harley Quinn, that movie, that animated movie was garbage. Yeah. Just awful. I mean, I was like, Bruce Tim, like, I don't know what happened on that one, but holy crap, that was terrible. Yeah. He's like, look at the size of the check they gave me, Bluefest. That's why I'm here. <laughs> and with the size of that check means I'm going to maybe put in a few more pervy details into the Batman mythos, which I'm like, all right. Yeah. I think we already saw that in uh, the one with... Um, Oh, was it God? Was it Gods and Justice League? Gods and Monsters? Was that it? Where the one where uh-huh. Zod in this alternate universe, Zod comes to Earth instead yeah. of Kal El, and he's Superman. Yeah, that was. I think. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good, except for the fact that we got that psychotic Harley Quinn walking around in her underwear, which I'm like, Bruce, Bruce, you're just, okay, you're gonna do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, their adaptation you, of the New Frontier was really good too. Um, oh, uh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. the, the uh, did a good job Darwin Cook. Yeah, they really like yeah. they paid uh, attention to that one. And if you haven't read uh, the New Frontier comic, uh, the graphic or is it graphic uh, novel or whatever? So good. Yes, yeah, really genius. Good. Yeah, yeah really we miss good. you, Darwin. We yeah, miss you, buddy. Absolutely. It was Not good. Too soon. Um, yeah. So what else do we have in this 2010? Ooh. The Book of I'm, Eli. I figured that oh. would be Doctor Head's uh, favorite one. I like Book of Eli. Oh, oh, I do yeah. too. Yeah. Book of Eli is great. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing that in the theater. Um, being really impressed with the story, uh, the cast is amazing. Gary Oldman, Denzel Washington. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, hey, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just. Uh, it's another, you know, another sandy post-apocalyptic world. Thank you, Mad Max. Um, but the story is so compelling, and and then when you when you you again you get the twist, the twist, yes, uh, yeah, that's like oh, that's really awesome. But oh, it's a great movie. Cool. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't? You should. It's really actually very good. Um, no, I, you know, it's like you with virus movies, you know, any kind of, you know, I'm not Like what of, movies? What do I like? Apocalyptic movies. Oh, I love apocalyptic movies. Now, this, I this is, yeah, no, no this you don't like great. the virus movies, but. Yeah, I don't like virus movies. It's just the whole. 
Yeah, I, I like the whole twist genre. On this. Yeah, huh? this is a good movie. Yeah, he's got a dog, right? So, doesn't doesn't the main guy have a dog through the film? Is that this one, The Book of Eli? No, maybe not. Never no, mind. I don't. So that's so. a boy, and that's a boy and his dog. Yeah, oh, right. Very <laughs> different I like movie. <laughs> I like that movie though. So yeah. I like boy that and his dog. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Cool. We actually did an episode on that one. Yes. Cool. I will uh, toss in monsters. He'll toss in the Gareth, the Gareth Edwards. Uh, oh yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I um, never I'm saw. Trying to, I, I, uh, I'm trying to remember if this is the one I saw. If there was, wasn't there a sequel to this? Yeah. Okay. If this it was, what, it was more polished, but it was kind of. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like the sequel as much, but Monsters I thought was really fun and a little raw. Oh know, this, yeah, uh, I saw that. That is pretty good. Yeah, but, you know, in a way, I kind of like the other one though too. And I like visually how it looked. I thought that was kind of interesting, and then they how they, it's kind of taken for granted that they're there, and they've spread all over the earth or whatever. You know, I, yeah. Isn't that the, the yeah? The story is kind of stupid, but it just I like kind of how it looked. <laughs> Not stupid. Um, the uh, what is? didn't that guy go off to direct one of the Godzilla movies in the two thousands? The director from oh yes. When they first brought him back, oh Gareth yeah. Edwards, yeah, the American wasn't, I think that he did the uh, yeah the 2019, the very first one, yeah. 2014, was 2014? Oh, yeah. was it 2014? No, was it? Yeah. So would you? Yeah, what did you guys really? think? Really, the first, one? the first American Godzilla was 2014. Was it wasn't the first. Oh, it was, no, I mean, you know, yeah, not that piece of shit we're talking about the <laughs> 98 version. No, God not damn that it. One. <laughs> Not the iguana. No, no, no. All right. Good uh, lull. Good lull. <laughs> Motherfucking Zilla. Okay, let's talk about another pretty movie that uh, doesn't have a lot going for it on the inside. Uh, Tron Legacy. Oh, oh I love that. What? I uh, love that. You know, I was so disappointed uh, I with, with the shallowness of the story. Like, it was so pretty to look at. But there was so little payoff. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I guess I have, wanted. I guess like I wanted Avatar, more. huh? No, this no. is better than Avatar. Um, you know, no, I mean, no, Jeff Bridges you and Olivia Wilde. The special all, effects in it is uh, the effect. Really it's good, a gorgeous you know? looking yeah. film. Yeah, but, but you're right. You're right. I didn't right. think the story was as compelling as it should have been. Uh, Coming back to yeah. Tron, which is one of my right. one of the, the best Disney movies, right there with up the, with the black hole. Um, such a great story and so ahead of its time you know and this one just like it went for the easy out I'm like oh yeah I don't know that's I it that at all so I don't know if I would necessarily agree with you on that what I what I would what I would agree with is that I think they were using this as a bridge to bring this concept back back because this is Tron is one of those things where I just think Disney generally doesn't quite grasp what they have I mean literally Tron could be sort of a just like a a, a metaphor for just like everything that we've all grown up with in our lives digitally uh, computers and games and stuff like that and and they just they just kind of have it and they just kind of look at it like we don't get it and it's like well yeah it's obvious well, you don't get it and I think what they were trying to do is use this as a bridge to bring it back because of the way that it ends. And then it they did it. And then Disney, again, just went, 
Oh, I don't get it. So we're not going to do any more movies. I'm like, you dumbasses, you set up another film and you're just going to. Uh, then there was the uh, series, right? Wasn't there an animated series as well? A short, a- short series? animated series, which was good. I liked the series. I heard the series was really good. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just I don't think they I don't think the powers that be at Disney. I just don't think they get it. And I don't understand. It's like. You know, if you look at MMORPGs, like World of Warcraft, it's like, why is there not a Tron game? How do you guys own a property that's essentially the internet and gaming and all that together, and you somehow cannot figure out how to take that and do other things with it? It's As a fan of Tron, I've always been frustrated (laughs) with Disney's lack of that your serious lack of vision right well i think <laughs> i would it, totally play that game i think it came uh, it it then uh manifests itself outside of disney and ready ready player one so if you've ever read the mm. book ready player one which is pretty good book uh the guy's not a great writer because he can't yeah, he can't write right. anything else uh, other yeah. than that Re- ready player one um and i thought the movie was pretty pretty decent yeah. you know it wasn't great but it was you know um, but I think that's kind of what Tron, you know, doesn't bridge. You know, it doesn't actually give you uh, a future. Uh, it just gives you the the simulation. You know, and the story closes on so, like closes back. It's the happy ending, and now as all is right with the world, we're back the way it used to be. I love happy you endings. Know? Yeah, I I thought Tron uh, reset, and it doesn't. It, having it in a digital form, <laughs> watching it on television doesn't do it justice. Honestly, you have to see it on a film, on a screen, to get the depth of that animation. Can I say it? Can I say it? Do you it. Say it. All right, I'm going to say it. Oh, it looked great in IMAX 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll bet that would. Oh, I, no, oh, I would like. Yeah. That. Oh, like the original Tron. Ooh, yeah. Tron and the original Tron in 3D would be good, but no, Tron Legacy and okay. IMAX Legacy. 3D was freaking amazing. You know, that's getting up there with Feather seeing it in the theater. I know, I was going to say. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm envious. Yeah, me too. The titles, oh, it, just the titles alone in it, 3D were amazing. Yeah, it it would have been bad, glorious yeah. in 3D, certainly. Oh, God, it was I, so I would love good. to see the original Tron in 3D. That would be would fucking I? sweet, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would been fun. Yeah, it's, movie still, it still stands up. I mean... I have I have issues with Tron in that, I, it, and this seems to be a Disney problem. They they give away, like they they give away the the gotcha factor too early. Like in the first yeah. Tron movie, when we we meet Sark and all that, why why are you no? Let's save that for when Flynn goes inside. They just soften it, then yeah. then hit the audience with this. Holy shit, we're in a digital world. They, yeah, I I mean I love Tron, but there are some things I would I would tweak to make it the story even better because that yeah right. that would. Did I ever tell you guys I had a guy in one of my um, evening classes when I was teaching at Washington Community College who worked on Tron? Oh, really? Yeah. When when they were they had two they had two studios, one in New York and one in California, and they had set up this early sort of like link so that they could send digital files. And this guy was you know he was in my class. And I met, I made a Tron reference. He goes, "Oh man, that was a wild time." And I said, "What?" And he goes, "Well, I worked on Tron. I was I was one of the guys that was responsible for setting up the network between the studios." And I'm like. I would like to talk to you after class. <laughs> he had some great stories. It was well, that's cool. and you know that's what? Cool. That's yeah. what's interesting is there's a guy out in Waterville, Ohio, um, that worked on Titanic, who did a bunch of the 3D models for the Titanic, realistically. And I met him, and he's like, and this was what back in 19 or eight, what 98 or whatever that was. 
Late 90s. Late 90s. And you walked into his, his studio and there were like 40 computers all around the place. <laughs> just And it was like really hot. You like you could just feel the air coming out at you, you know. And he's showing you this thing, you know, that he's got there. And he's like going, he's not even rendering anything. He's modeling and using all these computers networked to model this really detailed thing. And I'm like, fucking Waterville, Ohio is wow. connected to, that. you know, James Cameron. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, that's encouraging. It, it really okay. is. And I think that's that's becoming even more the thing where you can be anywhere now and do yeah. just about anything. They don't give a shit, you know. But that also means you're competing with the whole world. Um, yep. And I know this more yeah. with the comic world and the coloring and all that kind of stuff. You, you're competing with the entire world, so which is not bad. Uh, did, you, did anybody like Predators from this year? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Adrian Brody, Topher Grace. Yeah, it you was. It was. It? Uh, yeah, I mean, I normally don't like the whole reimaginings and things like that, but it's just like another Predator story. Um, well, I this, think a little um, less uh, like the Prison Planet. Predator, you Predator. son of a bitch! Yeah. You know, you don't have that kind of moment between the two giant four biceps. But um, <laughs> you know, Adrian Brody, Topher Grace, Lawrence Fishburne. It's a. It's a much. I think darker kind of story but like predator i think too has has some of that element so i i like it yeah I w- the original predator i put that in with aliens 2 it's got that that over the the top machismo and mm-hmm. you know the Very scenes the scenes where somebody's shaking muscular arms with another muscular arm you know you get that right in the middle of the scene. yeah the, but that's seriously that's the only way it could go i mean schwarzenegger and, and carl Carl uh, Weathers. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, But I think Predators, which uh, is where they, they dump all the people on that, that prison planet-like thing. And there's all the different types of Predators that are fighting each other and then trying to, to get the, the prisoners that have been dropped in those boxes. Um, and then the twist in that you, you don't know who the real bad guys are. And then you come to find out that uh, you think Topher Grace, the surgeon, has been accidentally dropped on, you know, taken up and dropped on this planet. And he's the real fucking psycho um, and just kind of comes out of the woodwork and starts killing people. And, you know, yeah, I just thought it was uh, really well done uh, and great science fiction. It was just really good that that just happened to have the predator element to it. Now, which one says Predators? Which it's the one where it, uh, they all these people kind of land on this planet in a box. They're like dropped out of a. They don't even know what happened. They've been kidnapped. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, all right. they then they're all fighters of some sort from I, parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're present, know, yeah fighters and prisoners. And, yeah. All yeah. That. So I'll, I'll go back and watch it. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's really yeah, good. It's a good movie. If you haven't seen Prey, uh, the new one that's on Hulu. Um, oh my God, that's good. Oh, I started watching that one. Yeah, that so looked, good. That was yeah. Interesting. It's yeah, beautiful. That was really it's a good. great idea, great story. And then every actor is actually a Native American, um, and they're not, there's nobody famous in it. And they're yeah. just amazing. And such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say something, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, you got to see it. And Where if, is no, it? It's on it Hulu. It starts off for yeah, feather. It's it, on Hulu. It, it's I, interesting. I'll it's uh, interesting. I'll send you my my login and password for Hulu. Um, what I like about it's on Hulu. and for three dollars on the Patreon wall, you too can get the login. <laughs> I have uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I won't be sending anything out. I don't want to do yes. that. That's illegal. Um, right. That's the, uh, But it's funny because I have the version that has commercials, the Hulu, so it's cheaper, but it's actually free because I have Verizon. Um, the uh, but when you have a movie, 
they show a commercial at the beginning and then there's no other other commercials till the end. So they don't they don't interrupt the, a movie like that with commercials. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, but that movie is really really good. I watched it like three times and I'm just like blown away by you know. Yeah, I'll see if I can. I'll, I'll just look it up. It's uh, the premise is that it's when alien that that the predator actually visited the planet way back when uh, Native Americans were still there and the the Amer- uh the english had was it like early 1800s it was, it was even like before that? that it was uh the french uh, the french trap uh, uh fur trapper in the 1700s yeah, yeah it was like 16 1700s yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> so good though yeah if you have not oh yeah very excellent now yeah. check it out so so well, i was going to bring up one yeah i think we have to bring up hot tub time machine yes we do yes that's a oh, hysterical yeah, movie, yeah. and it's it's got science and it's fiction. It's your hundred and four. Yeah, it's a great, it's a hilarious movie. The casting is wonderful. Rob Corddry, oh. you know, as the Violator, he's like he's like the perfect character. Rob Corddry's great. Yeah, he's just great, and uh, you know, there's just a gr- yeah, it's just hysterical. I mean, you just have to watch it. Well, it, and the genius is the end when they get back and they get to Rob Corddry is on his massive uh, boat. And you find out that he's the super rich guy because he invented Lugal. His name is Lou in the thing. He invented Lugal instead of Google. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's genius. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. We've avoided talking Iron Man 2. Has that oh. been intentional? Oh, Fez wants to. Fez, go ahead. Iron Man 2. Go for it. Oh, no. I want my board. My board. Where's my board? <laughs> it's like, oh, again, missed opportunity. I think for me, um, I generally like the setup for this film, but this film drops the ball yeah. in the third act. It, yeah. it, it could have gone one direction, which I think it should have gone based on what we're seeing in the uh, the MCU, but it takes the predictable, oh, let's turn it into a giant armored shoot 'em up which just, in my opinion, sank the film. This ver- this film should have been sort of a sins of the father storyline, and it could have ended with Tony Stark going to, you know, to what's his name? But look, you know what? We can do the same old shit and just shoot this out, blah, 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 which would have been making fun of the predictable ending, or we can do something better. And he's like, here, take this technology, go back to Russia, do better. You know, they could have ended it like that, which I think would have made for a much stronger movie, which could have had some interesting implications going forward in the MCU. But then you don't have an exciting third act with things blowing up. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. See, the audience needs that. Come on. You got all this armor laying around. Don't don't just tease us with this armor if you're not going to use it. I know. But still, they they, that would have been good. All they needed was a a giant spider. But (laughs) that would have been awesome. An armored spider. An armored spider. Right. Because I, I will say it has one of my favorite suit up sequences ever was when he's getting into the Mark V with the suitcase and they have that whole thing. I that that was just the way that that was shot was brilliant. And he finally get yeah. and I, and I love the suitcase armor mm-hmm. anyways. And that was just yeah. beautifully. And the music for this one, um, I forget who they did it, but this person really, I think, brought a little extra something to the to the uh the musical score and i liked the whole they were working in kind of the world's fair you know the, the stark fair there was some just some interesting things in here and then they just 
it just they didn't deliver and i, I was like ah i think they were so thing. surprised with the success of iron man mm. they're like okay well what are we going to do? Let's, let's give them something bigger. You know, if, if, if one iron suit's great, let's give them 12. Um, <laughs> I, I, that might've been, I can easily see that thinking, you know, like they, they weren't, they were, they were still kind of tangential into the comic books with the characters. And, you know, they're what you did. You saw the beginnings of the master arc, yeah. but I, I think it was still early on, you know, uh, but it's not nearly as good as the first one. Yeah, it's like Marvel's version of uh, Godzilla raids again. <laughs> so, I don't get that reference, which, but I'll believe you. That's, a, that's which a, I like. I like Godzilla raids again. Or oh, do you? Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah. I actually really do. I mean, it's for light. A it's a, for, such for a, a follow-up, it makes movie. no sense. It's a light movie, but it's extremely. Oh. Yeah, but then we go to full-on comedy for the next one: King Kong versus Godzilla. You <laughs> know, true. Well, it's more the there is comedy in both, but more so in the American script. But you well, know, it's a little darker in the. To get back Japanese. to Iron Man two, I think the saving oh, yes. the saving grace is that uh, they had to. Um, that replaced was it Ter- uh, Howard uh, Terrence Howard or was that yeah yeah, with, uh, yeah with Don Cheadle with Don Cheadle if you got to replace somebody with somebody that's a good replacement yeah. oh yeah yeah somebody that's almost irreplaceable yes and right he, right exactly he, and it's Cheadle just, is the perfect it be, yeah it's just because they weren't gonna it, here's the funny thing they weren't it's because Terrence uh, Howard wanted more money. Yeah, uh, and they didn't want to pay him, but then they ended up paying Don Cheadle way more to come in and replace him. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like a fucking idiot. Um, and then Sam Rockwell is awesome. Yeah. Um, Hammer, Justin yeah. Hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. great. Yeah. He is great. And just his his uh, his uh, um, I don't know his uh, crush on Tony Stark, and <laughs> and it's almost Tony Stark's fault for jilting him, you know. And I, you have this theme in the third one. The third Iron Man is the same thing. His his villain is a guy that he just fucking snubbed, you know, who is a, a very intelligent and, and, you know, genius. So Tony Stark is creating all these villains that are coming at him. <laughs> and that's the second, that's the second with, uh, um, and you know, you've always got to love uh, Mickey Rourke, you know, yeah. and it, that dude has just gotten a look to him now that is like, he's just this fucking mass of meat. Lips. Yeah. And yeah, lips. <laughs> and, he, and then he's like, I want my board. <laughs> board. Uh, so yeah, I think that was all really good. And if you haven't seen the shorts that they have on Disney, uh, <laughs> where Sam Rockwell shows up in prison and he's got his his uh, his, his boy, boy toy, his boy toy, yeah. <laughs> hail to the king! I hail, think is yes. what it's called. Oh, hail yeah. to the king is great. Oh, because uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's his face is so good. Uh, shit. <laughs> Guy Gandhi? Like Gandhi, yeah. Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. Just Gandhi. Just Gandhi was good. He was great. Yeah. Well, I liked number two because it reminded me of the comic book. Yeah. More so, you know, even more so even than number one. Yep. Um, And I I like that fact, you know, and I like and I've been a Mickey Rourke fan since Mickey Rourke, you know, since I've young Mickey Rourke and I thought he was good in it you know it's there again it's over the top but the comic books a lot of times were over the top Mm -hmm. you know that's why you read them but you know you wanted that all that high adventure yes pulpy goodness exactly pulpy goodness is is spot on right there you know Um, but yeah I so I liked it I really liked it prior to Iron 
Prior yeah. to Iron Man one, Iron Man was a B list character. Like he was a he was yeah. a major character, but he was never one that was popular. But as soon as that first movie came out, even the comic books started getting people like Matt Fraction and, and Warren Ellis and all these people writing this stuff. And if you read those, those are super science fiction. They are, they are like very deeply rooted in science fiction. Very good stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. What else do we have in this year? Megamind. I'm going to tell you, Megamind is awesome. Not see that. You've not seen Megamind? Oh, no, you know, the kids saw it. I, I don't oh, think no, I yeah. was there for that. I, I've, I've, not, I've seen not seen it. Seen it. Oh, I've seen it with the kids. My that God. Was like a, All right. Is it good? No one got past me. I'm out. I'm done. Who's... Who's <laughs> shut the, who's uh, who's the voice for Megamind? Uh, it Will is Farrell. Will Ferrell, and then Jonah Hill oh, is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and then well, and then you got Brad Pitt as the superhero, the real superhero that's the enemy of uh, Megamind, and it's I don't know if you like. Yeah, I can't even describe it. If you're into that That's kind of fun. pulp, it's yeah, a lot of fun. it is so much fun. It is that pulp, and they yeah. they pay attention to all kinds of stuff. And the the way they make Jonah Hill his character is <laughs> fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It is. It's it's brilliant. So it's a really good movie. It really is. And yeah. The, yeah, it's the yeah. animation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's the bad guy who doesn't want to be a bad guy, but he's he's always a bad guy. But even being a bad guy, he's a good guy. You know, it's it's just uh, it's great. Uh, what what is his sidekick? Tina, you get Tina Fey in there. Um, yeah, David Cross, I forgot about. Yeah, David like Cross. Good that's crap. David Cross. Oh, that's the that's the robot monster yeah. reference thing, isn't yep. it? Yep. Uh, Absolutely. Fishbowl. Yep. And the fish in it and the robot. Yeah, because that's David Cross is the yeah. is the fish in the fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like that that <laughs> whole character. I thought that was pretty. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Did you guys? Uh, so, uh, Fez. Resident Evil Afterlife. That was this. Is this the second one? I don't know. I just remember you saying you and uh, Mrs. Fez, uh, yeah, are avid fans. Yeah, we, it's just we we would just go see them, and we, yeah. they are what they are. They're yeah. just popcorn movies. They They're are. be be great. But I'm trying to remember which direct sequel to Resident Evil ex- wait, Extinction. Oh, it's this is the fourth one. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure we saw it, and I. Oh, and it was in 3D. I'm pretty sure we saw this in 3D. <laughs> that's me. Uh, There's I'm another sorry. feather in your cap. We have, we're going to make some t-shirts. One that's going to have feather on it that says, I saw this in the theater. And the other one's going to have Fez that says, I saw this in 3D. 3D. IMAX 3D. And then we're going to have one of Dr. Head that says, 3D. can I have your socks? <laughs> should be much larger. That part should be much larger. I've uh, so with a pair of, yeah, make it in 3D, salt with a pair of viewing glasses. Glasses yeah. uh, uh, did anyone see the crazies? The remake of the uh no. George Romero? No. I never did see Is it. Is that a George no. Romero remake? George Romero, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't see yeah, that. It was alright. I like the crazies. I mean I like the concept. And this is going back to that early where we were talking about virus oh, and, and things yeah, like that, okay. you know, pre 28 days later. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the first one was like in, out in 73. So pre dawn of the dead, yeah, you know, even he was kind of working, still borrowing from Matheson with this, you know, disease centered, like zombie, like creature. But um, I, I, you know, if you like the story, both versions are good. I mean, the new one's updated and, you know, the cost a lot more money. Um, but 
yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun story. It's got Timothy Oliphant in it too. I like him. Right? Yeah, I think he's a great actor. Oh, he's great. Yeah. What I I've th- not seen that one. It's it's been on my list, and it's one of those I keep forgetting about. You know, where's and, the- and somebody then somebody brings it up, and then I'll forget about it again. Yes. Where's the first place that you ever saw Timothy Oliphant? What's the first movie? Anybody know? Uh, I remember. Wasn't he in Scream too? Yep. Scream 2. That's the one. And I, I forgot about that until I like watched it like years later and I'd already seen him in other stuff and I'm like, holy shit. You know, because he's, uh, I think, isn't he the bad guy? He ends up being the bad guy in Scream yeah. 2. Yeah. One of them. One of them. <laughs> right, right. One of them. Right, yeah. And they're filmmakers. All the fucking bad guys are filmmakers. Film students. Fucking film students. <laughs> film students. <laughs> It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> Did anybody see the remake of Repo Man? With Jude Law? No. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker, Liv Schreiber. No. No, what Repo Man is I, that? Not the Repo Man with... Uh, Emilio Estevez. No, the original is great. I love the original. The, the original yeah, the original one's good. Yeah, yeah. Emilio Estevez. Yeah, the Emilio Estevez one. But this Repo Man, isn't this about a guy who harvests uh, organs? Uh, I think you're right. I, You know what? Now that you say There that, was a Repo. A yeah, this isn't a, this, this is not a, a remake. Remake. Yeah. Right. You're right. This is like another movie, the, the Repo yeah. genetic opera thing. Oh yeah, so this is this an American American version? Yeah, it's like a business where yeah. The uh, the other one was like a musical or whatever. See this one. Wasn't Harry Dean Stanton in the original Repo Man? Yeah. 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 We should do an episode of that because that's a classic. That uh, yeah. that is a weird <laughs> that that image of the boots standing yeah, and the in whole the back of the car thing, yeah. with the smoking you know at the trunk of the car. It's classic imagery. All right. Anything else? Superman, ba- uh, Batman, Apocalypse? No, didn't see it. I, 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 saw, I it. saw it, but I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not dissing anything about the, you know, the animation or anything like that. It's just a storyline. I'm just like, eh. It's, it's where I think uh, Darkseid captures Supergirl and turns her evil. And there's that whole. Oh right, right. Tell me, tell me again, a little slowly about that. <laughs> and how yeah, does, no, how just can, how does he turn he her? They, they did not get into that. Use and, a deeper uh, voice. They didn't. Uh, they didn't uh, explain if they he turned her over to Granny Goodness and had her all girl fem squad do things. No, none of that popped yeah. up. Don't get me started oh. on Granny Goodness. Oh. Yes. Ed Asner's <laughs> best role. I'm gonna say it right what? there. Say, it, say again. Ed Asner's best. <laughs> when I found out he did the voice in the in the J Justice League, I'm like, oh, that's right, brilliant. Right. That is brilliant. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> well, okay then. Hashtag we Doctor Head. Hashtag Fetish. <laughs> Despicable me. <laughs> oh wait, that's Flash yours, Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we do have Despicable Me in this. This Despicable Me is a good, uh, a really good movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, oh yeah. I see Fez there, like wagging his head. Yeah, it's no, it's fun, but we have to give this movie credit because it gave us the virus that are those goddamn minions. Uh, right. like, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah, it's like I, I, I like. Right. On like the other hand, those are such a brilliant design for that I stuff. Tic Tacs with glasses. Come on. Yeah. Yep. And kids like them. Yeah. All right. Kids I love know. them. Yeah. I, I, I was <laughs> underwhelmed with the movie itself. Um, I remember watching it going, eh, I'm not seeing the appeal. And so maybe I just need to see it again, but it was like, eh. I yeah. liked Hotel Transylvania much more. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jen D. Uh, Tarkovsky, right? Yep. yep. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, well, and I think all of those are are they're in a, a they're in a different kind of realm for me because I watched it with my son when he was a kid, and watching him like love something, I, I was I had no objectivity whatsoever. You right. know, you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm along for the ride. This is great. Um, but yeah, I really liked uh, who played the voice of Dis- the the guy in Despicable Me. Wasn't that uh, is that Steve Carroll? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Just, uh, really uh, I think he's really funny. I yeah. think the show's. I think his that yeah. character is yeah. funny. But I, I, I totally get. Enough. Yeah, I totally get the minion thing is just going overboard. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The virus. The virus. Like the virus. It's like the virus. Like virus. Yeah. Twenty eight minions, minions later. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie. I want to see him just like moving really fast. No, this is what we need to do. We need to hire like twenty or thirty people to dress up like the minions, and then just just shoot that one scene where you just got this field, and you just have a guy coming up all just running his ass off, and then there's just a, a big flood of minions chasing after him. Zombified minions. I think, minions. I think if I wore a mask, I yeah. think we should all dress up like minions and go to like a Halloween zombie thing, and then uh, we, we'll have like a, a hose coming out the top that just sprays milk out the, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or the zombie virus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get infected. Or what's that? What's uh, uh, what's the t- uh, the trioxin formula? What? Tri trioxic. Trioxin. <laughs> that's where you have the three three, three cows plowing your field. <laughs> I've got that three cow field coming. It's a trioxin. That's yeah, totally ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's nothing else. You guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! I think that's the wrong song. Good. It's a good song. Beyond, 
Radio at gmail.com, onsinradio.com, onsinradio is on Facebook, Twitter. Eh, by this time, you know. by the, when this comes out, who knows? We're feeling musky. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of musky, heavy metal horror podcast on YouTube. Uh, as musky as you can. <laughs> musky. Hey, <laughs> <That ain't> musk. <laughs> <laughs> Between the lines, musk on musk action. <laughs> That's there'll what be, happens be when, bears. You, when you don't open the windows when you're wearing all the leathers. You have to be <laughs> that ain't <Yeah>. leather. <laughs> and on Wednesdays, four panel funnies, we freaks, webcomic on the Facebooks, W E E F R E E A K Z. And one of the latest versions nothing in to color. Do with the other. Color. Well, you can't do 80s makeup without color. Yeah, so I know, right? Just, and that's true. <laughs> and those are so funny. Yes, they are. <laughs>